Psalm chapters 137 and 138. Psalm chapter 137, verse 1. By rivers of Babylon, there we did sit, yea, we wept when we remembered Zion. This psalm would have been written and sang after that first captivity when the Israelites were taken to Babylon during King Zedekiah's time because he rebelled against the Lord and refused to humble himself to the Babylonians as was his just punishment by the Lord. So because he refused to submit to the Lord's punishment, the Lord had all of the Israelites exiled who refused to submit as King Zedekiah did. And King Zedekiah lost his sight and his sons all in one day. And he also was taken into captivity. This song would have been known by Daniel the prophet because Daniel was one of the captives who was taken to Babylon. And we'll learn a lot about him later when we get to the book of Daniel. They wept by the rivers of Babylon when they arrived there. 2. On willows in its midst we hung our harps. 3. For there our captors asked us the words of a song, and our spoilers, joy, sing ye to us of a song of Zion. Evidently, the Babylonians liked hearing the Israelites' music and song, and they asked the Israelites to sing them a joyful song about Zion, but they hung up their harps in the willow trees instead because they refused to be joyful. They wanted to sing songs of mourning. 4. How do we sing the song of Jehovah on the land of a stranger? 5. If I forget thee, O Jerusalem, my right hand forgetteth. This says, we cannot be joyful when we have lost Zion. And if we forget where the Lord dwells in Zion, then we'll cut off our right arm. It's a metaphor, but it's making the point that they don't have anything to live for except the Lord. It's sad that they didn't realize that until after they became captives. But this is why God often disciplines us and allows us to suffer. It's because we see the light once we're suffering. That's when, all of a sudden, we become repentant. 6. My tongue doth cleave to my palate, if I do not remember thee, if I do not exalt Jerusalem above my chief joy. Jerusalem and Zion are basically the same thing because Zion is in Jerusalem. And it says, May I become mute and unable to speak if I don't speak of Jerusalem. 7. Remember Jehovah for the sons of Edom. The day of Jerusalem, those saying, raise, raise to its foundation. The Edomites were cousins to the Israelites, but they often fought with them, and the Lord cursed the Edomites more than once because they fought their cousins, the Israelites. And the Edomites did practice paganism regularly. This verse says that when the exiles were taken out of Israel, the Edomites were cheering the Babylonians. And they were cheering their enemies, saying, Flatten the town. They wanted Jerusalem entirely destroyed, even though they knew it was God's city. And this song is saying, Lord, get vengeance on them, because they wanted your city destroyed. They should have jumped in and fought for the Israelites and tried to rescue them. 8. O daughter of Babylon, O destroyed one, O the happiness of him who repayeth to thee thy deed that thou hast done. 
Here it's calling Babylon in the female form because female always means many and male means one. That's why a, a land or a nation or a people has a female persona because it represents many people. And so it says, daughter Babylon, you will be repaid for what you have done. And that is true. The Lord did repay the Babylonians. Their kingdom was later destroyed. But first he used them to discipline and punish the Israelites. So that's why you never want to be an instrument of God's wrath. Because in the Bible, every single time he uses a nation or a person to discipline his people, later on he destroys that nation or person who was used as an instrument of his wrath. So don't get excited about punishing other people. That should be the last thing that you ever want to do, because those who punish get destroyed in the end. 9. O oh, the happiness of him who doth seize, and hath dashed thy sucklings on the rock. Now that is a very vicious line. It says, whoever kills the Babylonian babies will be a happy person. That sounds horrific, but it's a war cry. It's saying that the pagans should be utterly destroyed. And when the Lord told the Israelites to take over the land of Canaan, he did have them kill babies and children because the children were going to grow up to practice paganism. That's all that they knew. And this is before the new covenant with Jesus Christ, where his blood covers us and transforms our lives. Without the blood of Jesus, people don't change. They continue doing what they've always done. They continue practicing the sins of their grandfathers. And that's why the Lord had the children killed as well, because they would just grow up and they would attack the Israelites and intermarry with them and cause paganism to come into Israel. The Lord is judge of all, and he takes care of everybody. There's lots of babies in heaven who never had to live on this earth all the things that you and I have suffered because they left when they were very young, but they went straight to heaven. He judges all of us according to what we know. So obviously a baby knows nothing, and they go straight to heaven. And that concludes Psalm chapter 137. Psalm chapter 138, verse 1. By David, King David wrote this. I confess thee with all my heart, before the gods I do praise thee. And this means before the demons, I praise thee. 2. I bow myself toward thy holy temple, and I confess thy name, for thy kindness, and for thy truth, for thou hast made great thy saying above all thy name. King David bowed down toward the Lord's temple. He was still alive when his son Solomon became king and started building the temple. King David died before the temple was completed because he wasn't there on the dedication day. And that explains why he bowed in the direction of the temple, but he never actually went there. It wasn't finished yet, and he couldn't go there. He could only bow in its direction. Now, when Daniel was taken captive by the Babylonians, he always prayed bowing down in the direction of the temple in Jerusalem, because when Daniel was alive, the temple existed. And David talks about the truth of the Lord, and that is Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. 3. In the day I called, when thou dost answer me, thou dost strengthen me in my soul with strength. 
Whenever David prayed, the Lord gave him strength. This is spiritual strength to enable you to resist sin and to grow in his character traits and forgive others and be long-suffering toward others. That's how you're going to get stronger. Sadly, a lot of people today think that the Lord will only grow their pocketbook. 4. O Jehovah, all kings of earth confess thee when they have heard the sayings of thy mouth. When we hear the word of God, we confess that he is true. 5. And they sing in the ways of Jehovah, for great is the honor of Jehovah. His honor is universal, and that's why we sing to him. 6. For high is Jehovah, and the lowly he seeth, and the haughty from afar he knoweth. It says he's watching over the humble, and he can see right through the proud. He knows them, but he's not watching over them in the same way that he watches over his people. And even though a narcissist may be considered humble by all of his admirers, the Lord knows the truth. 7. If I walk in the midst of distress, thou quickenest me. Against the anger of mine enemies thou sendest forth thy hand, and thy right hand doth save me. It says when we're in distress, he makes us alive. And when the demons come against us, he gets angry and he sends his son to attack them and save us. And his son is Jesus Christ. The way that demons attack the most often is by voices and words. They'll plant an idea in your head that torments you and makes you desperate and makes you sin. When you have thoughts in your head that are driving you crazy or making you feel desperate that you have to run out and do something that you know is wrong, those are the voices of demons. Rebuke them in the name of Jesus and ask Jesus himself to drive them away. He will because that's what he wants to do. The Bible says if we ask according to his will, the answer is yes. And we know his will is always to kick demons out of our lives. That's what he spent a lot of time doing in the New Testament, was driving demons away. 8. Jehovah doth perfect me, O Jehovah, thy kindness is to the age, the works of thy hands let not fall. Everything the Lord has done will remain. He is kind forever, and everything he does is perfect, because he forgives us when we repent and all of his works are perfect. And that concludes Psalm chapter 138.